A reading from the prophet Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations, and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with garland, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels, for as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations.
Yeah? What does this manger make you think of? Uh, food. Food? Yeah, animals have their food in a manger. You, food, yeah. Anything else? Eating. Okay, again, you, food, eating, I get yeah. it. It's going to be harder than I thought. Uh, so, let me put it a different way, okay? Okay. When you see a manger like this, do you think of anything special that happened about this time of year, maybe about 33 years ago? Nope, got nothing. You've got nothing? I mean, you don't remember that night we were out keeping the sheep, taking care of them? No, we keep the sheep every night. Yes, I know, but this night was special, but it did start off ordinary. I mean, the sheep were laying around, they were ba-ba-baing, and there were some shepherds who were asleep, and they were snoring, but then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, things changed. From heaven shone this light. Now, it was not a dim light. It wasn't even a medium light. It was a bright light, like a burning, you're burning my eyes, bright light. And all of a sudden, in the middle of this light, there was an angel. I'm talking a full-dressed angel here with wings up there. And he said, for this day, born in the city of David, David is a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And then all of a sudden, these angels gathered around him. Not a few angels, several angels, uh, a host of angels. Now, I don't know what a host is, but there were a lot of singing angels. And they were singing and praising God. And you don't remember that night? There were angels. Angels. Up in the sky. In the sky, yes. Bright light. Bright light. Singing. Singing. Flapping. Yes. Were they dancing? What? Dancing. Of course they weren't dancing. They were in the air. How do you dance on thin air? <laughs> You're playing one of your practical jokes on me, aren't you? Yep. Got you that time. Pulled the wool over your eyes, didn't I? You know how I can tell? How? Well, you get a little bit louder. You get a little animated. You start stuttering. And you know what the big tell is? What? That little blood vessel right there by the side of your eyes starts bulging out. They yep. do? Yep. Got your sheep that time. Well, I have to admit, you did pull a pretty good one over on me, but... There for a minute, I really thought you'd lost it. I was getting ready to commit you to the crazy old shepherd's home. No. I mean, you know, the most important night of our, of our life, and you can't remember it? Now, how could I forget that night? I mean, the angels came, and then they told us that the Savior was going to be born in Bethlehem, and we find him in a manger. How could I forget that? Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, you know, there we were, lowly shepherds, and God chose us, to be the first ones to hear about the birth of his son. Absolutely amazing. Amazing is right, and humbling. You know, when the angels left, of course, we, I think, may have record time getting to Bethlehem. Those right. sheep didn't know what hit them. <laughs> no, they didn't. But when we got there and saw the Christ child in the manger, it was worth the effort. It sure was. All that rushing and the excitement of getting there, it was replaced by a feeling of, of, a, of awe and a sense of peace. Well, it was just like the angels had said. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Well, that night his favor certainly did rest on us. Indeed it did. You know, do you remember once we left the Holy Family? Everybody we saw, we told them about the birth of Messiah and all the story that came before it. Yeah, they had some look of amazement on their faces and some wonderment. Or maybe they just thought we were crazy. 
Well, there's that too, but I think most of them believed. Yeah, I think so. You know, I've often wondered what became of Jesus, that baby, what type of man he became. I think that Jesus that we've heard about lately is the same Jesus that we saw in the manger on that starry night. You know, I agree with you. I mean, after all, only God's Son could perform the miracles that this Jesus performs. Only God's Son can make us see Him in a different light to understand that He loves us and wants us to love Him. Well, I've heard it said that the Father is reflected in the Son. That's exactly right. And the Son, this Jesus out among the people showing God's love to them. That has to be a reflection on who God is. But you know, the religious leaders aren't too happy with the guy. Well, that's because they want God to be held at a distance from most people, not to make him accessible. And Jesus wants him to be brought closer so that we can know and, and worship him. Yeah, I would like to see that Jesus again. Find out what type of person this baby became. Well, you never know. We may make it to Jerusalem one of these days. Now that would be a day to remember. A night to remember, and yes, indeed, a day to remember. Right.
You know, my husband always hated to turn anyone away from the inn. As he often said, lost guests mean lost money. So when all the rooms were taken, he would rent out space on the floor until there was no space left. That's what happened 33 years ago. The census declared by Caesar Augustus was in full swing, and every male had to return to the town of his birth. Late one night, there was a knock on the door. My husband went to the door to tell whoever it was that there was no room. Usually that would be it and the door would shut. But on this occasion, I continued to hear voices. So I slipped out of the bed to listen in. Knowing that my husband wouldn't tell me the whole story, I wanted to hear for myself. He was explaining that there was no room, but then I heard something in his voice I seldom heard. He felt sorry for them. He was apologetic. The next thing I knew, he was pointing them toward the stable. After he returned to our room, not noticing that I wasn't there, he laid down and started snoring loudly. So I grabbed my robe and slipped out to the stable to find a hiding place so I could hear what was happening. I found a great spot, and it wasn't long before I heard a baby cry. Wow, did that baby have a set of lungs. Then I heard the man say, his name will be Jesus. It was a boy. After a while, things got quiet. The mother and baby must have fallen asleep, and I nodded off soon also. The next thing I knew, I heard the sounds of voices and the sounds of sheep bleating. I slipped out of my spot so that I could see what was happening. What I saw were shepherds, fresh from the fields, judging from the sheepy smell of things, gathered around the baby, staring at him in awe. Then I heard a story that I'd never heard before. The shepherds told how angels had appeared to them in the fields, proclaiming that on this night in Bethlehem was born a Savior, the Messiah, the Lord. I was so shocked, I almost fell out. This night, in my town, the Messiah was born. Then the shepherds continued, and I realized that I was witnessing the unfolding of a miracle of God right before my eyes. They shared how the angel said not only would the baby be born in Bethlehem, but he would be wrapped in cloths and laying in a manger. Lo and behold, I could see the baby wrapped in strips of cloth laying in the feeding trough for our animals. 
God's son had just been born in my husband's stable. In the days after the shepherds departed, I often thought about all that had happened. And I got to know Mary Joseph and the baby. When we were alone, I was bold enough to ask Mary, did she truly believe that Jesus was God's son? She said yes. And then she shared with me everything that had happened from the angel's announcement to her to the day of the baby's birth. I felt a closeness to Jehovah that I had never known before. I knew that I had received a true blessing. After the family left, I remembered all that had happened and I thought about it often. Every day I became stronger in my belief that through this child, God actually literally walked among us. Years have passed. My husband died long ago. I am remarried and now live in Jerusalem. I often hear about the baby I met long ago and the man he has become, a man of God. I hear that when he teaches, he brings God alive, giving us an understanding of God like we've never known before. I hear about the miracles he performs. When I reflect on these things and all that I heard and beheld on the night of his birth, I am convinced that Jesus is changing things. He's making God, Jehovah, accessible to everyone in only the way God's Son could. I believe. But I cannot help but smile 
that God would send his son to such an ordinary one is more than I can even comprehend. And yet even still I feel
Just about 33 years ago, I saw my son, God's son, for the first time. He was lying in a manger like this one, wrapped in swaddling clothes. <laughs> Let me start at the beginning. An angel told me I was going to give birth to the Son of God. I was frightened. How could a virgin have a child? And besides, I was betrothed to Joseph. What would he think? But I had no need to worry, for God had sent an angel to Joseph also and told him the child I carried was of the Holy Spirit. The time came for Jesus to be born. Because Caesar Augustus had declared a census, Joseph and I traveled to Bethlehem. We didn't have any place to stay, but we were pointed to a stable, and it was there that I gave birth. When the baby was born, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how I would feel or, or what I would think when I first laid eyes on my Jesus. But when I held him in my arms, I wasn't frightened. I was filled with a, a sense of awe and wonder at the child that God had entrusted to me. When he opened up his little eyes, I, was suddenly, I was suddenly felt the presence of the Holy Spirit, and I knew that what the angels had proclaimed had been true. This child, my Jesus, was truly the Son of the Most High. We had visitors at the stable, too. Shepherds came to see him and gathered around the manger. An angel had come to them while they watched their sheep and told them about the birth. When they left, they were proclaiming that the Son of God had been born. After they left, I treasured up all these memories in my heart and pondered them. I did a lot of pondering and thinking since then. I thought about how amazing it was that God chose a simple girl to give birth to his son. How amazing it was that he was born in a simple stable. And how amazing it was that the first people to whom the birth was announced were simple shepherds. I've come to realize that Jesus came to show all people, even those considered not important, who God is and what he cares about, and that everyone has value in his eyes. Through these years, I've watched Jesus become a man, while at all times being focused on the things of God. He has shown how God loves and what he cares about. I believe he's shown who God is. I know the temple leaders don't like him, and sometimes I'm concerned about what could happen. But then I remember who my Jesus is, and I'm at peace, knowing that he will be in God's will, just as he has always been.